record and I'm going to play the intro. No, I'm not because it's not fucking going to the thing. Sorry, I'm fucked with all my audio. (laughs) Fucking with the audio, taking it away, doing the stuff that ruins it for me later. There it is. I used to be a musician. We know. (laughs) Don't. Dare. Don't you <laughs> don't you dare. Alright, music time. Hello. Oh, jeez. I did it again. I yelled at the beginning. Hi. Hello. Uh, welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast here again live on Twitch at EmoSocialClub.tv. I am one of the people, Brian, and the other person with me here is... Sorry, my thing cut out because I didn't hear you. <laughs> I was probably just playing too loud of tunes to you. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Hello, it's Lizzie. I'm here as well. <laughs> I was like, I looked up. I was like, the shade, the shade what? The shade? And I just straight up didn't hear anything. The shade. Now we're talking, no about, sh- uh, we're talking about temps across the country and how there are high temps other places besides Chicago right now, where it's just cold and rainy. And floody in the alleyway behind my apartment. <laughs> well, that's that's sad for you. Yeah, it's rough. Um, I would take some hot weather right about now because it's it's been real miserable. Uh, I think that's also leading to a lot of my uh, in the house mania right now is the fact that like it's not even nice outside. <laughs> so you can't even just be like, I'm just gonna go for a walk. Fuck it. No, I can't even like look outside and go, oh, look at how nice it is somewhere. <laughs> I I I don't go outside. Like I do not leave my apartment. I have all of my stuff here. Every time I do leave the apartment, I go, oh, I miss all my stuff. And then I like immediately want to go back to the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my stuff. We get um, it. You're materialistic. Chill. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I've been crushing the Amazon game and I apologize to everybody that I'm ordering from Amazon. <laughs> Just don't order for Amazon on May 1st because that's when there's doing a walkout. Okay. Thank you. Uh, okay, don't cross good. the picket line. Yeah. The picket line is digital. That's good. I uh, will have to keep that in mind because I, again, have been just manic inside. Um, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hope everyone's doing all right. Hope everybody's crushing it. Um, We were discussing before I hit record on this about that. Well, Chicago has extended stay at home until, is it technically June 1st or is it just through May? Uh, Through May. I mean, we just rounded up to June 1st because the stay at home order for this month was supposed to end technically today on the 29th, but everyone just said May 1st just to round it out. That's fair. Yeah. So, um, we had planned that this this live broadcast at emosocialclub.tv would be continuing just through the end of April 
Um, but now it looks like we're going to be at you for another month. So, you know, toot, toot your air horns. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you got us for another month. <laughs> um, which, I mean, that's fine. I'm actually like, I am fine with it. I am fine. <laughs> you we're, can tell because of that long pause in the middle. <laughs> He's fine. He needs to do something. <laughs> yeah. With his stuff. I have so much stuff. Um, I've been trying to objectively improve my life just little bits at a time. And so far, not really. <laughs> and it's not really going so well. But um, it's also not going super poorly either, I guess. So I just want my experience on this planet in this exact situation to be just a little bit better than when I went into it. <laughs> um, yeah, Lizzie, how have you been dealing with it so far? And how will how do you feel about being inside for another month? I mean, I still have to go to work. So uh, I also true. have to factor that in. And when I come into work, I'll get an email like three hours where I have to start my show. Be like, hey, by the way, I need you to learn how to do these three things that if you don't do it, you're going to go off air. So don't fuck it up. Oh my so God. my stress and anxiety level have been up here, <laughs> um, like the maximum limit possible. And um, it takes me like a day and a half to two days to kind of like recoup because I work in like blocks during the weekend. Right. So it's like a full weekend of just high stress and intensity. Yeah. And then just continuously hearing how awful everything is in the world for like eight and a half hours, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like. It's insane because you could try to like not pay attention to it, but it's like, oh, I can't. I have to be here and understand what's going on. Yeah. So it's uh, been a lot. So when I come back home, if I'm able to, um, where I live has a nice Riverwalk area, as you probably remember um, mm -hmm. us with Adam from Bad Planning talking about, <laughs> I no longer am a hoodlum or have friends who sit underneath the bridge and do drugs. Um, I don't know if it still happens. Probably does, but it's not I'm me sure and does. my friends. If the bridge um, is there, people will go under it. Just doing it. Do like little <laughs> goblins. Um, I, I'll go like walk around there and there's like um, this coffee shop, Sparrow Coffee, that I like to go to that's still open. So supporting local business and I'll go and I'll get a cookie and a coffee and like walk around and try yeah. to not want to cry. <laughs> But it's been it's been OK. I'm putting together a studio um, in my house because mm. we always have like an empty room because we need to have like a lot of bedrooms because there's seven of us. So we always have Jesus. a house that has just like an extra empty room. It's supposed to be like some sitting room or whatever. I'm like, well, we never use it. So um, we're putting like a barn door on it okay. and getting everything set up. Got some cheap furniture like like Craigslist and such. It's all wiped yeah. down. I swear it's all disinfected. Of course. Um. So just doing that, getting a studio set up and yeah. so that I'm just trying to do that to get my mind off of things and then just trying to also remember to do my schoolwork because everything's online. Um, it's very <laughs> easy to forget during all of this. <laughs> it's like we're in such a weird time that there should be so much more forgiveness for stuff like that. And it's, it's it hard just to like say you that. Can, they're like, you could do pass fail. And I'm like. But that's not going to, I'm like, it's a podcast class. I'm like, so it's an easy A for me, but I keep forgetting because it's an easy A for Yeah. Me. <laughs> I hope it, my professor's not listening. <laughs> are you, are you, first of all, I feel like you get extra credit for doing a podcast. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Like, it's kind of like, are you learning anything that, like, 
first of all, if we are putting out this quality of content <laughs> and it's like you tell everybody that you're taking a podcasting class, it's like, I thought it would be better. <laughs> and it's like, but it's not. Listen, I'm only in week five of 10 in the class. All right. Technically it's midterms, but there are no midterms. Guys, we are, we are five weeks away from having a fantastic podcast. It's going to be another 10, 15 minute documentary. That's just going to be released separately. And it's going to be me editing it. Oh That's my God. It. Yeah. And then they'll be like, I have, to, my I have to do that. Episode. I have to, I have to still do that. Oh. Well, I'm sure Again. you'll do fine. That, that's how I'm doing it. Um, thank Yeah, Peter, absolute power move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, um, how how are you? Okay, so I was complaining about like, you know, sometimes I just need a little bit more time to myself in my own apartment and like, you know, love having some company at least when I can have it, but also like having some separation in my house is nice. How are you dealing with seven people in your house? I mean, I have always, since I was born, have lived with many people in my household. So it's not new. Okay. The only thing that's new is that we're all home at the same time. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the only, that's the only thing. So, um, I mean, my grandpa still works, so he's at least gone like nine to five, basically. Your um, grandpa works? And then my, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm just, Why I would imagine that, people living in this house. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to assume your grandfather's age, but <laughs> my grand, my grandfather is 75 years old. Yeah. See, I'd be like, Hey, you, you no, don't stay in. Listen, it, listen, it keeps him sharp. It might keep him in danger. <laughs> It might keep him. Listen, at risk. he works. He works in a. He works as a security guard in like a science place, and it's very clean. All right. Well, as long as they he have, doesn't see many people, so th there's at least that he's doing a way less dangerous job compared to a lot of other, you know, people working like actual like front lines and and you know, like grocery stores and shit like that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I, there's that. <laughs> I accept that. It got me worried there. I'm like. All right. No, he's 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 okay otherwise because okay. he just comes home, so that's Good. not bad. But um, I mean, we each kind of have our own space. Still, like a lot of us will. My brother's doing DoorDash just to do something mm -hmm. in between his classes because he got sent home from school, in Wisconsin, because he lives on campus. Of course. My sister still has to do like classes online, and she's able to work. She works at um. Shout out to Culver's. Um, <laughs> so we give love the free pints of ice cream my sister brings home. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then my other brother has, he built on like a huge Ninja Warrior thing in his room, which is next to my room. So he has this huge pegboard where what? you have to like put pegs and like you move across. Um, so sometimes during a mid-afternoon nap, I'll hear him like pegboarding across the wall. And then the other day on Sunday, I come home from work because I work overnight now from 2.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. So I get home around noon after I come around on the train. And I wake up at two o'clock to my brother doing like 10 rounds of burpees in his room. How big is your house? I think it's like 2,000 square feet, which is bigger than the last house we lived in, which is like 1,500. I mean, I'll, okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the what? <laughs> what the what? I mean, one brother's in the basement. Um. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm trying to picture how somebody puts up a pegboard, like a peg wall to so like my do bro Ninja my Warrior. My brother uh, used to do um, wood chopping. 
So he knows how to do all that stuff. And he also has one that's on the ceiling. I'll take a photo later and put it on the email social club Instagram because nobody will fucking believe this thing is ridiculous. He built he's building one for his girlfriend's house, too. So I don't even want to know how her house looks. Yeah. Um, But it's basically like his entire room is like on the ceiling is even like stuff that dangles that you like swing across. I also feel like houses aren't built for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's what my dad said, too. (laughs) Um, Hey, uh, get down. (laughs) Hey, don't do that. You know what's going to happen? You're going to rip the fucking ceiling out. Yeah, like what happens when he's just like. You know what? We don't know. We're, We're just waiting. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. The bed's just there. It's just like there's stuff over the bed. So if he just wants to pull himself out of bed, literally, he just. You, oh my god! It's insane. And then he also still does. Um, he was a ninja warrior like trainer and coach for kids. So he's also doing virtual training classes now with his students. I'm. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I, I can't fathom it. So my brain has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad's still working. And then my mom's just around the house doing whatever. So, I mean, we all somewhat have space to an extent. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that at least you're dealing well with all of that well happening enough. around you. Yeah. <laughs> as well as I can. Um. Hopefully other people are doing the same, even if it's just jumping in your car and driving to fucking nowhere for 20 minutes. Not a bad idea. I have done that. Have. Or um, what I've done is I've gone to Jewel and I've been shopping and I'll be texting. I have one friend. She's under isolation because her um, mom is really high risk. And she's like, I haven't been outside in like a month and a half. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. And um, I was like, I'm in Jewel, do you need anything? So sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, do you need, like, alcohol or something? <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. And I'm like, here, here's this, this, that. She's like, stop being so nice. I'm like, you have not been able to leave your fucking house for yeah. two months. I could not do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Peter says he also does the probably the driving around five times a week, dude. Like, you, you gotta at a certain point. <laughs> you gotta. I kind of wish I had a car to do it, but not really. Also, not really. Great <laughs> <laughs> to drive around not. in the city is much different than driving around in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like even me walking down from the train station to my work, I still see so many fucking people yeah. like driving in the loop, and I'm like, why are you here? Where do you have to be? Where you have to go? It is definitely not here. It is four o'clock in the afternoon. You should be nowhere near here. No. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I can see the highway from my kitchen, like, uh, 90, 94. And like, there are way too many cars just oh, period. Yeah. And I'm like, th- none of you, none of you, none of you need to be here. <laughs> and if, so if I drive, I get, you know, we're going somewhere, we're going to the store and we get on the highway and it's like, we hit traffic and I'm like, this isn't reality. We are telling everyone to stay at home nobody should be on the road and i am stuck in traffic foolishness garbage ass foolishness i said you're also in the city so yeah it's always going to be riddled with traffic whether you like it or not pandemic or not i know this is going to be my stand-up routine (laughs) i just know so i'm out here on the highway (laughs) let's let's not have a have a quarantine meltdown and become a comedian real quick all right 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks oh. for trying to stop my quarantine meltdown. <laughs> All I needed was... I was doing a Jerry Seinfeld impression, Peter. <laughs> I'm glad that you noticed it, though, because I'm like, oh, that was an interesting voice. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be like more likely to... Um, I'm not good at it. Um, yes, so I'm not going to become a that i'm not going to be a, a comedian by any means i i don't i don't think that it would be funny to do pandemic jokes now or later so okay maybe in like what five years maybe i don't I know i mean people do 9-11 jokes whether they're tasteful or not well so. i mean because it was an inside job you can joke about that <laughs> i no, no not serious no not serious no not serious at all just so everyone's <laughs> aware no i'm not serious that is not true. Are you sure? Ha- Are you sure it's not like pushed to 9-11? Yes. I have, so, um, <laughs> do, 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 do. I as, a, been, as a, you, as a confirmed UFOs come out of the yeah. woodwork, thanks to Tom DeLong and the FBI. Oh my God. So I've been like, uh, Kieran, our fitness guru, guy who trains me, guys who makes, guy who is still training me while I'm at home, making me hurt every day. Um, I know I love seeing the um the little animal emoji faces he yeah. puts on you to hide how much you're dying. Way. I can only emoji I can only imagine <laughs> how much you actually look, di- look I, dead. In them. I am. I um we've been talking because like he's way more active on social media than I am because he's promoting his own business. Oh and, yeah, because that's how he gets business. Yeah, and it's like all these pretty people and himself who's just like you know oh we're fit we're buff like I'll uh, I'll I'll help you get there if you want to get like, there too. I, I will like look at it and I'm always thinking, oh, you know, that person actually looks like those models that are like, oh, you're never going to meet someone like that in real life. And yeah. it's like, this bitch probably lives in the fucking suburbs and I would run into her yep. and be like, oh, I could hey, never too. be like that. <laughs> I could never. Um, so we've been like, we, 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 we've been talking about like conspiracies because people keep oh, no. talking to him with their conspiracy theories. Like they keep coming Why, to him. Like, so is it in the same sense of like when you're getting your hair done and you tell like your hairstylist, like all the gossip of the week or the a month, little bit, yeah. Know, like a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I just never thought conspiracy theories in your like fitness instructor would correlate together ever. Yeah. I mean, we just think it's funny. <laughs> I guess that that's just it. It's, it is insane uh, how people just come to these decisions about <laughs> this must be a conspiracy. Now, my understanding about how people work and how the human brain works is primarily based on instinct in a fight or flight sort of uh, danger uh, reaction at at all times like that that's just how people work especially like high anxiety high so yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like you're you're just always looking you're always for, in fight or flight yeah and, and you tend to be more in flight <laughs> and you're like huh but there 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 is a there's a thing in your brain that makes you more likely to try to connect two dots to make sense and there are some ways that people can take advantage of that if they give you like enough logical things, like and do enough like consistent and yet like 
kind of realistic logical leaps from one thing to the next like they can bring you in and loop you into conspiracy theory and then you're just like in a free fall into the rest of them from there um and and my i i understand that and i understand that like people people's brains just do it to them like it's not anyone's fault necessarily it's just that like our brains work that way there is a string of people out there that want people to believe that probably to sell them on something probably you know usually it's to make money uh occasionally it's like nazi shit which is insane oh uh, i haven't heard that i haven't heard that side of the argument anti-vax started as a as a nazi propaganda tool so anytime someone comes well, at you with like vaccines are real. So. yeah so it's it's all that it, it literally the the first person that was writing about uh anti-vax like don't vaccinate it was was saying it because of uh nazi shit yeah sorry peter we're i'm gonna move off of this topic real quick i'm just saying like this is why you can't believe hey don't believe conspiracy (laughs) theories i understand there's a lot of things out there that you know you should question you should question certain things obviously but (laughs) yeah the um, overarching topic is that but but like not when it comes to this (laughs) no 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 so so like don't be like alex jones who was trying to like who was like oh sandy hook didn't really happen no right. that really fucking happened yeah. all those kids fucking died yeah like that is not a conspiracy theory that is something on, that awfully happened because of the lack are, of gun control <laughs> we are on board with that um <laughs> i asked him and he then asked the person who somebody who was bringing stuff to him because people are obviously going to be concerned that like oh coronavirus is a is a conspiracy you all sound like that <laughs> And, um, and I'm like, okay, listen, you as a person clearly have figured it out. You are capable of looking through the veil that everyone wants us to see. They're putting it in front of our faces so we don't see the truth lying behind that. And you, as a genius, have been able to <laughs> see behind the veil. You've pulled the curtain out of the way. You now are looking behind it. And so the question I have for you is why, <laughs> like, why, why would anyone want to do that? Like, wh- why, what do why? these people gain from like, yeah, doing this? Uh, like, yeah, Peter, why, why does anyone yeah. benefit from turning the freaking frogs gay? Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I don't get it. Of why somebody would be like, this is what's happening. And you go, okay, but like, why would somebody do that? Like, I, I don't ever believe that there has been a single person in the history of people with people brains in their people heads walking around <laughs> doing people things who has been smart enough to like outsmart everybody else. <laughs> like even, even with people who say, you know, oh, like Julian Assange and um, like Chelsea Manning, like they are whistleblowers and they saw and they found things. But here's the thing. They were also like inside of it. And yeah. then they got promptly like thrown away into prison. Yeah. And also and they're still trying to get out of yeah. it. And also that's not a conspiracy. Also, Julian Assange went to prison for sexual assault, but Chelsea Manning did not. Um, no. Uh but like they so I guess this is the difference between like a conspiracy and a, a theory, therefore, of sorts of then of them conspiracies and just like people trying to do shit <laughs> like the idea that there's conspiracy. Let's say uh, Kira and I were talking about <laughs> 
Peter, we really are getting into some shit. I don't thank you for oh, like no. <laughs> accepting this. So we were talking about like JFK, for example, and like how there's a lot of conspiracy theories around oh, the yeah, assassination is, yeah. of JFK, right? So the assumption, therefore, if, as a conspiracy, is that there was a Illuminati shadow group or government behind the scenes pulling strings, making things happen so that no one would know that was actually happening and got away with it because now we as a society, we as a culture have accepted that it was a an assassination, but there was like an ulterior motive to murder JFK as opposed to just like some guy who is, you know, wanting to murder, <laughs> wanted to commit a crime in whatever capacity he wanted to do that, murders a guy and then like, uh, and like, yeah, uh, yeah, we might be coming. We we are basically becoming Shane Dawson, who I oh, also no. feel like doesn't leave his house. <laughs> I don't like, think he ever. I before this, I don't think he ever just left his house in general. No, he has a golf cart. He doesn't have to. I've Not stolen a-, a golf cart once as a child. I do like Shane Dawson. <laughs> I do understand any critiques. I do like Shane Dawson, and like his conspiracy theory shit is like always just for getting views for his channel it is never true he's just fucking around he is an actor he's an la person like he's just well, doing shit for views. also back to the jfk thing remember yes, that um, Ger- remember that gerard way is like super into that too yeah see we're on topic <laughs> we're on top that we're you know we're topical we're talking Listen. about emo stuff we're I, talking about emo stuff gerard way and his wife Lindsay. you know they did the whole recreation and yeah. he's super into it my high school teacher who got fired a year later was super into the conspiracy theory and taught us about it for a full two hours straight don't know why that was allowed that, but it happened is that why he did that in umbrella academy with uh five yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why he was doing that. Okay, I get anyway, it. if anybody hasn't, I haven't watched all of Umbrella Academy, but I read the gra- the graphic novels. Um, just go it. read the graphic novels. You have time now. <laughs> Do I? Well, I don't know. What are you doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> you got time. You got to get away from the seven people in your house. My seven people in my house. <laughs> no excuses. Oh no. No excuses. I still have to finish Castlevania. I started like three months. Ago. Oh my god. Uh. So I guess I guess just to wrap up a nice pretty bow on my my feelings about conspiracy theorists is like you would you would believe that there was this group of people working behind the scenes to do something that would mislead the entire population, right? And my question to you is A, do you think anybody could actually do that as a group of people, as a collection of people? Like if you've ever worked on a group project in school, do you really believe that anybody can get along for long enough to not do it? <laughs> and two, um <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you, you, you good yeah peter called me out and i like that <laughs> nice pretty bow on top of the jfk assassination hey it would get views we would get some people granted they might leave bad reviews on <laughs> itunes they'd be like this isn't about the jfk I shooting did, my family yeah this is nothing about that they're making light of this it's like yeah well i told you i was gonna make 9-11 jokes so um uh yeah your 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 belief is that a group of people could pull this off, and then it's like, well, we know that other people have like tried to hide things from us. It's like, yeah, that's just called like you don't tell everybody everything, and then like what it turns out is you were doing something that was underhanded or illegal, and somebody's like, no, ethically, I cannot stand for this, and they told us. It's not as though like every group is a shadow group of people, like 
we know that people are like fucking around and doing. I mean, the wrong I thing. I get the whole entirely don't trust the government thing because quite obviously, don't please do not drink bleach again. Um, <laughs> God, I hate that that's what you have please. to say. Like you're please, like, don't, don't trust our government. It's like, well, yeah, but normally we would at least trust them more. But then, like, okay. Yeah, listen. Um, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I get that. And I understand as somebody who's grown up watching everything like conspiracy theory, supernatural, otherworldly, since I was a child, for whatever the reason, why I was allowed, don't know. But <laughs> beside all that, there's just our sipping Lysol. Yeah, just do that instead. Oh, I'm huffing Lysol every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, huffing Lysol. Um, please don't do that, actually. Um, the B12 <laughs> shots at music festivals when they come back are not going to be, are probably oh going to be Lysol and bleach shots. So oh get ready, God. guys. But when it comes to conspiracy theories, like you, you shouldn't fully trust the government. I am somebody who believes in that. But also like there's a point where you just kind of have to be realistic and be like, all right, how fucking ridiculous does this sound? <laughs> yeah. Like I remember, and I also know like the start of some conspiracy theories come from you know, people within the, the their own family trying to, like, have hints of, like, what could happen. Like, sure. when um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry denounced their titles and were right. leaving, somebody was like, oh, Harry said he doesn't want Meghan to end up like his mother. And I'm like, uh, okay, you mean, like, probably, like, fucking harassed by everybody and the queen like she has been and, like, going yeah. crazy? And people were like, oh, no, that means that they're out to get them and they're going to murder them. And I'm like, all right, well, if you want to go that route, have uh, fun. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I can't believe people. My brain is stopping again. I'm just like, <laughs> are you serious? Um, Remember, everyone, you, everybody as legal U.S. citizens has the right for two FOIA requests, which is the Freedom of Information Act. That is correct. Where you can, it may take a while for to them to push it through, or they might be pushed back, depending on what it is. You can legally request anything that is public records. So correct. anything from officials, they publicly and legally have to put that in, and you can request for it. Um, the biggest issue people run in is that they'll redact the shit out of them, which means it's just all blacked out. <laughs> Yeah, of course. and they'll charge you ten cents per copy. Like the government doesn't already have enough of our money. <laughs> they need tens of our cents. Exactly. Oh boy. Okay, we're getting off of uh, conspiracy theories. Anyway, now. um, so our friend Renee actually uh, sent me a message on Facebook uh, earlier this week about the uh, Post Malone Nirvana. I just watched it last night. Did you watch it? I- I watched a little bit of it this afternoon and watched the whole thing, but um, I thought it was actually, I was surprised that it was good. It kind of reminds me of, remember when Castro was like, yeah, I like became a pop star so I can get into the music industry, but I really want to do like this other type of stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's what Post Malone is doing. So I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast much, but I, I obviously very much like Post Malone because I don't know. I think he's great. <laughs> um, he, was a like acoustic emo like singer songwriter like hardcore band like that was him before he did all this but of course it's like yeah you're not gonna get popular and you're not gonna get signed like that and he started doing like the pretty pretty basic uh hip-hop singing thing i'm not gonna say oh man post malone is like great because of his music i'm like post malone's music is fun and that's all that matters and I like Post Malone as a person because he himself is 
that. He's like, I just want to, I just wanted to like make money doing what I love. And then I can do like whatever the fuck I want. Um, so for those who haven't seen it, he did a, uh, like a little over an hour, like probably like an hour 20 of Nirvana yeah, like covers almost an hour and a half. Yeah. On, uh, he, he streamed it live on YouTube for charity. Uh, it was him and Travis Barker played drums. Uh, and he had a couple friends like playing guitar and bass and then they just like chilled. It was like a concert and, like it was cool and it sounded great and like I liked how him and his fr- his what his bassist at least like dressed up in like yeah. very Courtney Love like nineties grunge yeah. style and with like the floral house coat floral, yeah and I think he was wearing like a like a spike choker from he what was. I could tell yeah. I was like oh he's styling he really's getting into it yeah like it was fun it was uh and he 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 performed really well and he like says at one point during it, like I think this is the first performance I've ever done without auto tune because everybody knows I can't sing for shit, but it doesn't matter. Cause all I'm doing is like screaming. Yeah. Cause I listen to it. I'm like, Oh, like it doesn't, obviously nobody's ever going to sound like Kurt Cobain, but I'm like, Oh, yeah. like this, this actually hits. If you played it and you had maybe like a harder background, like something more like hardcore mm-hmm. sounding, I'd be like, oh yeah, like this sounds good. Yeah. It was just <laughs> I mean, all like... I'm not to, not to discredit that like hardcore singers or vocalists sound bad. It's just in our scene, if you start screaming and yelling, that's just what the nature of the music we listen yeah. to is. I mean, so to me, it sounded fine. I was like, yeah. oh, this is great. I'm I'm actually very, um, you know, surprised and pleasantly so that, he actually sounds good. And I also, cause my favorite Nirvana song is heart shaped box, much like probably many, every, mm-hmm. every other person who listened to it on rock band too. <laughs> um, and it actually sounded pretty good. That's a hard, I know that's kind of like a hard song vocally because you're kind of going up and down and like a little bit lower tones. So I was like, Oh, yeah. this actually, this actually goes, it goes well. <laughs> um, speaking of, I'm going to try to get my rock band. Oh my God. Instruments from my, from my, mom's house in the suburbs and uh yeah i'm gonna try to do a stream of it we'll see i oh haven't my God. like i haven't tried it and checked it in a long time so depending gonna try to do it on here and do like some of that because i was like watching it and i go damn dude i want to play rock band i want to play guitar hero like damn um <laughs> potentially so uh i think it was really funny that post malone a non rock artist does this like punk grunge nineties thing on YouTube live raises like $800,000 the exact same time period that fucking puddle of mud (laughs) puts out a cover of a Nirvana song. And it is one of the awfulest things that has ever existed. (laughs) Listen, I, I know you (laughs) haven't been on Twitter, so you haven't seen the trapped chaos oh, i have seen some of the oh you chaos. have okay uh at least it's not that but still it, it really tells these older hard rock bands from like the early 2000s that they just need to call it a day yeah. like you are not in the survival of rock music you are done your time has passed <laughs> like did you think did you think that puddle of mud because there's too many d's in it was like yeah we're gonna make it we're gonna be like headlining Lollapalooza. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, like, what do you think? Well, it's like, do you remember that band Theory of a Dead Man? I do. I actually liked them back in the day. I did too. I first saw Bad Girlfriend as a music video on Fuse. I was like, oh yeah, like this is edgy. (laughs) 
Because I was like time. 13. I was at like 13, 14. <laughs> right. And I listened to it again. I'm like, hmm. Like, I'll still like be like, yeah, but I probably wouldn't yeah. listen to it in public. I'm not, I'm not going back to it now. Uh, or if you listen to, um, I hate my life by them, that it's, it's in the same vein, a simple plan. Like yeah. I'm just a kid. Okay. Yeah. That can pop off anything else by them. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, it's just, this is the music critiques that you want, but pitchfork will never give you. Pitchfork won't talk. <laughs> pitchfork won't talk positively about theory of a dead man. They'll only talk positively only about Fiona Apple and then the entire Twitter community when Anthony Fantano says that it, it's okay will completely <laughs> explode and say, you don't know music God. when it's like, you know, I, I, have listened to, I haven't listened to the new Fiona Apple because I'm not a big Fiona Apple fan to begin with. But looking at some of the lyrics people are posting, I'm like, this all sounds like it kind of rhymes, which if that's what you're going for, chill. I haven't listened to it mm. instrumentally. It could sound great instrumentally, but I have no idea. I'm like, I don't feel like that would warrant a 10 out of 10 spot. I mean, granted, that also compares to like my biases, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's not really my thing that I'm going to go out and listen to anyway. Like Fiona Apple is just not really on my list of like, oh, I yeah. check this when out. it came out, I was like, look, it's Fiona Apple. I'm like, chill. Yeah. I've heard Sick. good things. That's the best I got. Yeah, that's a, that, I've heard good things. I've heard bad things. I heard the Twitter community's in uproar because they don't know how to take negative criticism. Nope. Um, <laughs> no, one, no one does. I mean, I Learn remember to talking take negative criticism. <laughs> I was talking with another person who works in music journalism, and I expressed to them, "I'm like, there's a lot of people who don't do music critiques um, if they don't like what they're listening to, or they never heard of the band, and they won't give it anything, you know, honest." Um, and they'll still give it like a pretty decent rating, you know, just to be nice. Like yeah. if we're doing out of five stars, I'll give it like a 3.4 to be nice. That's not Even bad. if it sucks. Yeah. And this person told me that they only review music that they like. They would never re- waste their time or review music they didn't like. I'm like, you're not really like exercising your creativity as a writer there. And you're highly <sighs> limiting yourself yeah. and making yourself even more biased. Um, so write negative critiques, even if people don't fucking like it. Yeah, please just be negative. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Listen, if Pitchfork <laughs> can do it, you can do it too. <laughs> you can do it too. If, if Anthony Fantano can do it, you can do it too. Listen, yeah. I fucking love Anthony Fantano. He's so funny to me. Just to know that a lot of people might be mad, but literally who cares? Yeah. Anthony Fantano tries to make people mad. Like, and not Pitchfork, really. I'm pretty sure makes people mad purposely. Yeah. Exactly. I think uh, Fantano just does it like because he actually feels that way. I think Pitchfork is like, we're trying to sell some, we're trying to get those clicks, we're trying to get oh, those, 100%. those clicky dickies. I don't, please never say that again. I won't. I take that one back. You know what? Oh, thank you. Take that one back. Re- rewind it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to also mention something that I, because talking about. <laughs> Peter, don't give me shit on this one. It's fine. I'm taking it back. It's not real. Clicky Thank Dickies you. isn't Somebody happening. Else. Clicky Dickies oh, is He canceled. said it. I, he keeps saying it. I'm, ju- I'm canceling it. I'm canceling it. I can't believe you're canceling your slogan. I'm canceling. <laughs> it's not my slogan. It's canceled. <laughs> Sorry. It's gone. Um, I want to give. Uh, I want to give a recommendation for an Instagram oh. account oh. that I. Uh, have completely fallen in love with. I think it is so fucking funny. 
Um, I'm going to have to look it up real quick just to be sure I got it right. Um, catatonic youths. So okay. it is pretty popular. I'm kind of upset. I feel like I was late to the party on this. All this page does is takes clips of bad music performances, whether it's live or music videos, popular, less popular, and without any context, edits in <laughs> edits down to all the parts about it that are just ridiculous, like in whatever capacity. Could be something that's okay. Could be something bad. Could be something that's like, ah, oh, it's pretty all right. Um, Anthony Fantano has been commenting a bunch on it. Uh, a bunch of musicians like, uh, I think it's Alex Shellnut from a day to remember. I think he's from a day to remember. I don't fucking know anybody. I don't know. I've who are these kids? I, I don't, don't know. know who that is. I think <laughs> he's from a day to remember. So anyway, like a bunch of musicians have been commenting on this and it like really brought me back. It's like, holy shit. There's like, there's like a clip of like Paris Hilton rapping. Oh, and it's, God. it's just like, oh, there's a one thing of like all these little girls like being interviewed about how much they love Avril Lavigne and like all of God, them are wearing like uh, uh, the tank tops and the ties and the wristbands and like, it's like just the, just such a, a moment in time and MTV just reaching out to these, these little girls who are just in love with Avril Lavigne and asking them about why you love Avril Lavigne. And it's like, God, the times. Uh, the reason that I found it was, uh, this YouTube channel I watched was talking about, uh, this song called Sippin' on Summer by a band called Ashland High, which was Trace Cyrus's of Metro Station's project. I was about to say, that sounds really familiar. What was that? That's what it was. (laughs) And that song is terrible. (laughs) Well, Metro Station came back with a new song. But it's not with Trace, right? Or is Trace... No, it's it. Trace and um, Mitchell Musso's brother, because I don't remember his brother's name, but I remember Mitchell Musso from Hannah Montana. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I I found it, and I just started looking through, and like there's some fantastic shit on there, and it is, it's worth a watch. There's a, there's a clip of Jonathan Davis, uh, clearly post having Skrillex sort of like give him some inspiration for dubstep doing a dubstep DJ set. And holy shit, it's like bad music. And all he's doing is like running out to the audience, like get up motherfuckers. And like just saying fuck a bunch of times, like it makes you cool and edgy at a, at a festival. I mean, I mean it does, but then there were like 50 people watching (laughs) and like kids and you're like, Oh God. Because they think it's edgy. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. So I'm recommending that to everybody. everybody. Catatonic Youths with an S. Uh, there is another one, just Catatonic Youth. But it's not that one. I don't know what that one is. Don't follow that guy. Might be the same guy, honestly. I don't he just know. had to restart, but make it plural. Yeah. Uh, their tagline is, musicians are cowards. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, They're out for blood is what I'm hearing. Yeah. They really are. Um, I want to also shout out this one band uh, called the band isn't around anymore. And the singer actually like saw this post of the old band. Uh, The band is called it lives. It breathes. 
uh, and the singer like saw this post of their music video and was like, holy shit, I made it. Like it's been like, I think this, this video came out four years ago. So it's not even like recent by any means, but he's like, holy shit, I did it. Like I'm on this page and like shared it. And like on his like own Instagram, he's like, holy fuck, you know, you made it when you're on this page. Oh my God. <laughs> because like, you've got like, uh, Reggie Watts and Thomas Middleditch, like commenting on it. Like giving like everybody's like making jokes about everything and trying to be funny on the internet, including like people who are known for being funny on the internet. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of get it. Like if I was in a band four years ago, which I wasn't, you were, uh, I mean, I was in cover bands. doesn't matter <laughs> if I was in a, if I was in like this ridiculous, like shitty band and had this video and it was like, Hey, we found this video. We're going to edit it and make it like really shitty for you. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's fucking great. Um, I would recommend also going out and watching the full music video because they like trim it down to just like the most like ridiculous parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the band was very like, it was, it was like that hardcore with like the electronic stuff in it. So like the choruses are very, yeah, the choruses are very like EDM sounding synths and like up and down, you know, jump, put your hands in the air and then the verses and then it's like breakdowns and just hardcore shit, screaming and all that. And it's like, yeah, you were, you were at that time, but this band, who boy, who boy, they take it extra. There's like all kinds of flips. There's all kinds of like these like weird camera angles. And it's the just how you like, stand out in the crowd, Brian. Yeah. Oh my God. But it works because I like remember it <laughs> so vividly and I watched it See? a bunch of times. I do think we need like a stream where we just like watch shitty like hardcore music videos and like kind of laugh, but also go like song kind of bops or like at the time I would have been super into this shit or whatever. I've been like, I can't believe we fucking listened to yeah. this. Oh my god, it makes me smile. It just, it just, it just, it just brings a smile to my face. Um, go check it out. This, the song is called <laughs> "Fuck." I can't even like say any of this out oh, loud without no. like laughing. Uh, the song is called "Independence Day." Oh Jesus Christ! But it lives, it breathes. I feel like I've heard of that. Oh, I'm it. I feel like it made the rounds as being super ridiculous and. The singer looks just like Dennis from It's Always Sunny as Dayman. Like it, the singer looks straight up like Dayman. Yeah, Peter, go give it the clicky dickies. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh Christ. my God, I feel so bad for myself and You're, yeah, just yourself only. Just myself and the words I've come up with. You do this to yourself every time. I try not to, but you know. <laughs> Also, huh. want to give a uh, quick shout out for those who are in the, I guess, in the Chicagoland area, or if you want to order stuff to ship, um, our friends at Hope for the Day run Soap of Hope coffee shop up in uh, Logan Square. And because of the shutdown with COVID-19, um, they're one of the few businesses that's in jeopardy of, you know, closing forever. Mm-hmm. And they're the only um, 100% funded coffee shop that gives all of their proceeds to charity to prevent uh, suit like suicide and suicide education. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to either donate or like order coffee or whatever, definitely try to do it. I used to intern for hope for the day. So I am a little bit biased, but it is a really great organization. And I think you're biased for, uh, I can um, 100% (laughs) confirm that the money does directly go straight into these educational, um, you know, things that they're educational training 
and also like teaching people like how to change the rhetoric on suicide and, yeah. you know, suicide prevention. It's called Hope for the Day. The coffee shop is Sip of Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was... um, yeah, their coffee is by Dark Matter Coffee, which up here a lot of people really like. So. Yeah. Uh, Dark Matter is really good. Yeah. They are. Um, we interviewed Johnny as one of like our first uh, interviews, uh, the founder of Hope for the Day and just all around amazing guy. Uh who that's co-signed by Barack Obama, by the way. That is, yes. Former President Barack Obama has <laughs> yeah. said said, has so. said that Johnny Boucher is awesome guy. Um so yeah, it, it, I don't think you're biased by saying that this coffee shop and what their mission is to support mental health and like to be a place that would under normal circumstances be a physical location you can go if you need support in that way. Like I don't think you're biased in saying like that is a good thing that needs to be supported in this time because that mission becomes much harder at a time when it is probably more needed than ever. Like if we come out of this and we're people are losing their jobs, people are feeling like they can't do anything. They feel unsafe. They feel like they can't like go outside into the world and like not be at risk of something. Um, and who knows what the economy is going to be like, who knows what's going to happen after, after this is over. Uh, I think that that is a place that definitely needs to stick around and be a place of a source of good and a source of, uh, yeah, just a, a source for people like, like us and like anyone we know, probably. The other good thing is, is that their, um, coffee shop, when you walk in, they actually have pamphlets and like, um, just like little statistics and help cards and like uh, leaflets that are in um, different languages and also range from people who are veterans who need um, mental health help also to people who are in domestic violence situations and also for like kids. So they actually have a very wide array of coverage, which you kind of don't see everywhere else. A lot of times it's more specialized, but here you can kind of walk in and be like, oh, this is my specific thing I'm looking for. And they'll usually have it. And they train their baristas to also um, be able to kind of receive and understand what you're saying. Because me being barista in the past, um, you do meet a lot of your regulars and you, you learn a lot about people. Even some of them will tell you, you know, will tell you crazy things that you would never think. And sometimes <laughs> you're like, I don't know how to react. They teach you how to react to it yeah. to the best of your ability. So, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. And they're really, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that everybody can pull through this. Like all these businesses stay open, all these people stay employed. Like we don't know, but I'm really hoping that sip, uh, sip of hope is one of the places that weathers this storm. Um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. So thank you for mentioning that for the, for the, for the pod. Um, there's also like maybe, and maybe you have more information on this than I do, but, uh, there's been a save our venues campaign, going around for a lot of independent venues. Um, so Chicago, all of the local independent venues here have, uh, have signed on with this. I believe it's a national, uh, it's a national initiative, but I, for like Chicago, it's called civil. It's basically also been like in the past, um, couple of years since they wanted to bring in, um, the whole big Sterling Bay live nation thing over in back of the yards, the whole Mm -hmm. like multiplex, like concert venues everyone's in the independent scene has been banding together so they kind of had this initiative already but now it's even more mm-hmm. in full effect because i mean they're not getting any type of income like and a lot of bars are trying to sell you know 
the liquor and beer that they have to their customers and packages so they can make something. But also mm-hmm. the city of Chicago is trying to limit it and they don't see them working with them or uplifting that limitation and rule that they have. Um, again, selling liquor on the curbside is essentially what it would be. So that's I another mean. issue. <laughs> I know. So at this point, they're trying to band together and also have put it towards like the government to say, we need funding too, because we are an entertainment arts venue. And if anybody else who's worked in the industry, like gig workers or people who are 1099 contract workers, or um, they've had the biggest issues getting um, unemployment and getting any type of assistance outside of it. While there are other like independent grants people can apply for, a lot of other people are in between. One of them is the um, Grammy Music Cares grant, where you're only considered to be eligible for it if you have at least five um, singles that are actually like through like the Grammys and like a national single put out. So a lot of people you think would be eligible aren't eligible. Wow. weird. So there's, there are weird limitations like that, that prohibit people, even if they are, you know, huge, like very seasoned, like say like VIP managers. Yeah. If they have anything that say they've only been doing like VIP and like the music, like say for post one or something, hypothetically speaking for only like a year or two, they could possibly not be eligible for those grants. And also those grants can only pay out so much money. So that's mm-hmm. also a lot of the, um, you know, contributing factors going on that has really hurt the arts and entertainment industry. And it's putting a lot of people who is you know, are musicians or work as like stage hands or like as VIP coordinators or do anything else in the industry as a living because they're gig workers to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to pivot that from to a different career choice as well and not a lot of people want it which i don't blame them um i personally yeah, no. like this that type of crazy lifestyle rather than nine to five that's just how some people are but when it comes to applying for aid from the government it's been a huge push and a huge battle to get any type of recognition here in illinois at least people um can finally file for unemployment through the ids system if they are a gig worker but there's been a lot of holdups with it because it's not fully finely detailed out Mm-hmm. So a lot of people still aren't getting the money that they need. So when it comes to music venues in particular, it's up to a lot of, you know, the participants who go there and experience it to kind of help out and give back at this point and to bring awareness to it. And, you know, going and supporting them either financially or, you know, sharing it or also in trying to get the word out more to the press and to the public media and also saying, hey, government, I need you to look at this because, you know, you can't just survive without arts and entertainment. Otherwise, people would be fucking bored. I mean, that's why entertainment and sports yeah. journalism was created, because you can't just listen to hard news day and day out, you're going <laughs> to lose your fucking mind. So it's also it's just about supporting your local industry. You know, even if you sometimes go to like the rib for a band instead of going to House of Blues or Ticketmaster Live Nation owned venue you're still in that music industry. Mm-hmm. So consider, you know, being aware of it and sharing those posts and trying to collaborate and work with them to and understanding their mission and what, and trying to get the government to pay attention to it because these people do just as much work as everybody else and they deserve to be able to live and also like keep their venue going, especially because a lot of us, you know, go to venue those venues a lot or sometimes we put on th- shows at the venue i know sub t is one of the ones that's really 
you know, in a high possibility of closing right now. And mm. they always do even in LA there and everyone else, the Brian oh, goes yeah. there and DJs. Dude, I've, I've played so, there so many times over my, over like past 15 years. Like I've played there. Like it's, it would impact me personally, like a lot more than you would expect just to see like one venue close in. And, and it's in an area where like, I don't think that anyone's going to be too upset from the from the from the local from the demographic government. yeah oh yeah from the demographic um, government perspective yeah i don't think anybody would be too upset if it closed but it would really negatively affect uh chicago <laughs> like it, it would be almost similar to when the double door closed also yeah. it's on like the same street basically it's literally right, <laughs> right off the, the blue the it. damon blue line yeah so i mean i remember when the double door closed it closed like literally three days after i saw a show there and i was like are you fucking kidding me um and it still impacts a lot of people nowadays too so if you're able to help and support your local music venues whether you're in chicago or you're in whatever other fucking state you're in or whatever country you're in i don't know where you're listening (laughs) to uh try to support if you can yeah i mean i'm sure that like there's a subterranean in everywhere uh there's a local venue or or some way that people were like putting on these smaller shows sub T is not a big venue. Like it's, it's bigger than, you know, your, your basement, I your guess. normal DIY. Yeah. It's bigger than yeah. like a DIY, but it's, it's show. certainly not a large place. Uh, the stage is small. The, the capacity is like three fifty. So it is, uh, it is not a, it's not a large venue. And that is why a lot of like, up and coming bands have played there. A lot of new bands have played there. Uh, some people played their first tour there. Um, I believe the nineteen seventy five has played there. <laughs> I gotta check on this yeah, one. Yeah, it was a like, lala. Fil- it was a lava yeah. after show. They yeah. played there. Um, so like a lot of lala bands like go there and like you can see these large bands in small venues, and I'm sure everywhere has something like that. Everywhere has like this this small venue that they used to go to and see bands at, and like those are the places that if they're still around right now, like they need the help because this is like, even if the economy gets rough and people are still allowed to go out, that's a completely different situation than like not being able to even go into a building or having to keep that building closed for basically three and a half months is what it will end up as, as of the recording of this. So yeah. Uh, I mean, you, also the thing is too, is when we come back from this, all social distancing could still be in effect. So you can't yeah, really yeah. go to a show and stand six feet apart from somebody in the pit. Like yeah. that's not possible I mean, unless you're at like, like a really, really small show. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No one knows what it's going to be like. Like it's not, there's no way to tell the future. I'm sure I, did I just break some news for everybody? <laughs> so, oh. um, yeah, there's no way of knowing. And the uncertainty is obviously the biggest issue with the planet right now. Um, But we can do our part, I suppose. Like I feel economically safe at the moment. So giving to a venue that means a lot to me that I want to keep around, like I can do that. Giving to Sip of Hope, I can do that from where I'm at. So hopefully there are other people that are willing to, to also give, but um yeah just weird times weird times with that um so hopefully (laughs) really brought it down but uh hopefully everybody can um yeah just just support your local venues support the people around you support your communities and uh we'll get through it 
together. Positive message. Yeah. I, w- I will throw into <laughs> our friend uh, Kyle Janice over at Susera Hot Sauce. I didn't know this, but I guess he also like kind of like has a hand in X-Ray Arcade up in Wisconsin. Oh, nice. And like running it. And what he did, what he does best, which is create a really good spicy hot sauce. Mm-hmm. That is always going to, um, that's going to give whatever profits go to it, it goes to fund and help that venue stay like around. Um, and they actually have a good bundle. So it's the hot sauce, a koozie, some stickers, and a prayer candle <laughs> with the hot sauce design on it that's for like fantastic. 22 bucks. Fantastic. And you can do pickup if you're in the city and can do, pick- oh no, sorry, um, in Wisconsin and can do pickup or you can just get it shipped to you. But and uh, looking at the prices, that's kind of like a good fucking deal. It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> also, if you need a candle, there's a candle and it looks cool. <laughs> and then you got some good hot sauce to cook with at home. Yeah. So if you're able to do that too, um, there's I know there's a lot of other um, you know independent makers doing their part. So if you yeah. find any of them, and you know if you feel more incentivized to get something out of it, which I don't blame you because a lot of us don't have expendable income as much as we used to anymore. Right. Um, you know, definitely do that. And then you're also supporting other people. So yeah. Peter, pray to the sauce. Yeah. Put your hands together and pray to the sauce. Uh, Lizzie, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't know. I don't think so. It was a very light week comparatively. Yeah. Um, with everything else, like there wasn't that much happening actually. No. So, um, as far as, Twitch streams go. Uh, since we're going to be doing this for another month, I want to keep doing additional things. So last Friday, I did a new music stream of just listening to uh, some new new albums that came out. Uh, PD said earlier that you got really into Dance Gavin Dance, so I'm glad that I helped you <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, it was fun. I liked hanging out. I liked vibing just vibing with the, with the, the people. Um, so I think the plan now will be to do like a Friday afternoon, happy hour and new music, like maybe some new music, maybe other music, like just do like, uh, uh, like a happy hour around it. So, you know, everybody, if you're working, then you're probably out of work. If you're not working, then, you know, it's also, you're out of work, I guess. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like, Oh, that was well, a really bad, uh, yeah, I know. It's uh, a real bad pitch. My guy, bad pitch. Like just come to the drink and hang out. <laughs> um, I'm not really good at, uh, promoting events apparently. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I, I plan to continue to do that five thirty on Fridays. Um, there are some new albums coming out this month. Uh, nothing I saw for this Friday. Think so. I know a lot of releases also got delayed. I just saw yeah. um, a whole like article list of a bunch of albums that got delayed. I'm like, okay, so when do these come out then? <laughs> um, I know in two weeks, so a week a week from this Friday will be Haley Williams' uh, album, Metal Star Armor. Yeah, and then the 22nd will be 1975. So that'll be a a good and be long stream. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's 22 songs on it. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Peter, you can drink water, you can drink tea, you can drink coffee, like you can drink whatever on it. I will have probably only one bevy. Oh, no. I don't know. I only got through one the last time. Oh, no, I got through two. I can get through two. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're probably just going to play 
other songs, not, not just new releases, like some other jams in the meantime. Um, but I, I felt like it was just fun. Like it's not really a DJ set. I'm just like sitting, listening to music and like hanging out. So if that's something you're into, email socialclub.tv, 5.30 PM Fridays. Uh, you can come in whenever you want and stay. Don't leave. I was going to say leave whenever you want, but I'm like, don't yeah, leave. I was going to say, don't, don't, don't tell don't, me to leave, Brian. Don't that's, leave. Not, that's not how it works. Yeah. You're kind of mean if you leave. Um, You'll make him cry. Yeah. And I'm trying to get you uh, set up to do streaming as well. You'll have a studio now, so maybe that'll be easier for you. A little bit. I was thinking the other day, I was doing Zoom yoga. I'm like, well, if we do emo yoga, but let's do <laughs> Dude, you could do it. We could. I'm not I'm not licensed or certified, but I've been doing yoga for over 13 years. Right. So I feel like that's close enough. Who cares? <laughs> Don't hurt I'm, yourself. I use weights. I'm not licensed <laughs> to do uh, what we're doing right now. <laughs> you can't. What? Nobody's licensed to do any of this. Lizzie, I haven't taken a class. I'm zero weeks into a 10 week podcasting class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not licensed. I'm not a licensed podcaster. I didn't even know those existed, sir. I didn't know a class existed. This is a new media age, Brian. Uh, clearly. Um, so Social I want media influencing as a class exists. I get it. I know it does. I Almost signed up for it a couple times through uh, through Sir. General Assembly, but haven't. Hmm. I meant like like social media marketing, like not inf- oh, it's, influencing, it's both, but as a marketer. It's both at my at my university. Oh no, I don't <laughs> want that. Um, so I want you to get set up with it, and then I don't know. I'm probably going to try to do video game streams at some point. It's just hard with like trying to figure out when around work and all that. Um, but hopefully I'll have uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band soon. You'll have that. I wish and, I had uh, all that stuff still. Yeah, I'll do some music streams on that. And that'll be like a uh, by request thing. So everybody can come in and, and request what they want to hear. On Are you that. also going to get the microphone to do Rock I, Band and sing? Yeah, I have it all. Oh, okay. You got it all. I only I have a guitar, all. so. Oh, yeah. I have, um, I think I have two guitars and I have the drums and I have a microphone. I don't know how everything works. I don't remember. I, I don't remember if it like wasn't working correctly. Um, so we'll find that out. I well, went so online. Works is what you're going to play. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. I went online to like, see, Oh, well like maybe I'll just like buy like a new one. Like I know rock band four came out in 2015. So I was like, okay, well maybe for like a new generation system, like I'll just buy it like for PS4 and I'll play it there. Um, Guess how much oh, right no. now those instruments are going for? At least one hundred. At least three hundred to four hundred dollars. Are you fucking kidding and me? And that's for any individual item, like drums, four hundred dollars, guitar, four hundred dollars. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, so I was like, go well, buy an actual fucking guitar, you poser. Yeah, that's it's it's cheaper to buy a real guitar. I don't know how to play either of them, but at that point, I no, say fucking just buy one, well. a whole ass real one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I'm going to do my best with what I have. Cause that's, that's very cost prohibitive for this something that like people like the nostalgia aspect of it. It's yeah, fine. exactly. And I think that everybody right now is like, well, I want to do whatever I want to do. So I'm just going to get this. 
We um, can do we can do book club, emo social club. I'm rereading Catcher in the Rye like I do every single year. Like <laughs> how much I fucking hate Holden Caulfield or how much I relate more to him. Last year, really fucking hated him. So we're gonna see how it goes this year. See how it goes. There's also a thing you can do now on Twitch to watch movies on Amazon Prime. So we might also try to do an emo social club like movie view. Yeah, we'll have to like pick a movie and be like, yeah. it's this one. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not a lot. There's not like it's it's all like their selection that they're allowing to be streamed on Twitch. Oh, people. really? Okay, I was wondering what the stipulations were. Yeah, but you can watch like uh like uh Captain America, Iron Man, um, I don't like the Marvel Avengers movies. Right there. You're a mess. I gotta end this stream. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Oh my god, guys, I'm in a dangerous relationship right now on this <laughs> podcast. Wow. Don't like wow. Marvel movies. Uh, I don't know where you've been for the last two and a half years. Of I don't know. In other. a delusional state where I thought that you liked Marvel <laughs> movies, apparently. Like, I feel like I mean, you told I like, me. I, I, like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's chill. That's, that's, oh my God. That counts. That counts, Wow, Peter, though. I see. I like yeah. Guardians, but everything else, I can't. No, that's wrong. Listen, a, I had a bad I had a bad relationship where they told where they called the dude I was saying Captain America, so I could no longer watch Captain America without being a little First triggered. of all, so. that's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that while you may have past experiences that are now dictating your your future experiences, fucking fix that. <laughs> oh my god. You're missing out on quality content, Lizzie. Uh, am I? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Marvel movies. Um no, I understand, but uh, you know, I'm being dramatic because I. Oh, really I know, do. I know. It's not like it's not like Disney's missing out on your, your like you know ten bucks, uh, like in, in their billions, like add right, it to the exactly, pool, like whatever. Listen, they they already get my um, they get my Disney Plus. No, yeah. they don't because it's free through Verizon because my brother has Verizon. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, guess what's on what's on Disney Plus for free for you? All the Marvel movies. So. All the Star Wars movies are so, and May the Fourth, and yeah. the latest Star Wars comes to it. Let's go. I haven't seen it, and I've only heard I bad cried. critiques. And I've I only cried. seen. I saw somebody the other day post uh, on my Facebook. Episode nine is unwatchable, <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, a take, a take, a take." I um, mean, I like it, but I also am like a Star Wars person. So oh, yeah. when I saw it, I did cry. Um, okay. because I had emotions for it. So I really liked it. So yeah. see I, Peter, we're great now. <laughs> I might like it. I also like my top two favorite Star Wars movies of all of them is Rogue One and Episode Eight. Okay. Like episode eight, uh Last Jedi to me was like so good. I understand all the critiques and I can agree with most of the critiques, but I loved that movie more than I loved a lot of the movies. I think I think you'll be fine with it. I mean, it is definitely kind of fanfare, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you kind of want to wrap up Star Wars, it being such like a big cult fan favorite. Yeah. You want to wrap it up the way that some people want it. Usually I'm not that type of person who caters to fanfare, but what you kind of like assume when it happened does, and you're like, oh my God, I didn't want this to happen, but I did at the same time, <laughs> and that's great, and now I'm going to cry about this uh, because of this happened. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I am the only one in this household that likes Star Wars, so That's I so will have sad. to watch it by myself. At some I'm so point. sorry. We could yeah. try to live stream it illegally. 
Yeah, I, I don't want to run. I don't want to fight Disney. I'm willing to like watch YouTube videos of like emo bands, but I am not willing to challenge Disney. I would <laughs> want to see you fight another emo band. Fight another emo band? Yeah, like if they were like you're live streaming my my music video without my permission, but it's like uh, a really shitty emo band that like listen, nobody's ever heard of, and they think they're hot shit. I just want just, to see. Just let us do it, man. This It'd be trapped. The only It'd way you're going to get promotion. It'd be trapped. It'd be trapped. I would love to start beef with trapped, actually. I just... Everybody looks bad. Um, well, all right. I uh, I think we'll we'll wrap it there. Right? It sounds yeah. good. Yeah, um, sounds good to me. We'll stick around. We'll keep streaming. But uh, I'm going to end the recording. Uh, so I'm just going to do our outro real quick. Let me get the music queued up. I'm going to try to time it out real nice. Uh, but stick around. We're not, we're not done yet. We're just going to, just going to play an outro. And if you want to be a part of the, uh, the after show, I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> do we have an after show? I if you want to hang out after the show is over, then you got to come to emo social club.tv on Wednesdays at 7 30 PM central time. Oh uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see you on the on the pod times and we'll see you on the emo social tvs and from all of us here at the emo social club podcast i'm brian that's lizzie and goodbye (laughs) forgot how to time that out (laughs) good job